I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wise Men Say podcast. It's Gareth here doing the starty bit because Stephen's late. Been out since since Saturday. <laughs> he's been out. He was just so excited <laughs> that we finally won at home. He's so out. He's 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 so away. He's, he's at home after a home. Like he started doing away things after a home game because <laughs> yeah. like, you just can't when you don't win for over a year. You've got to celebrate. Yeah. Well, we have won since uh, in within the. And won at home. We have won at year. home. Yeah, but. You've got to make the most of it. When's the next one going to be? This is, this is the only home win we've had to talk about on Wise Men Say <laughs> in, the, uh, in 2017. And this is the last Wise Men Say of 2017. Obviously the preview show. The last Monday. The, the last, the last Monday traditional. Show, the last traditional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last traditional show. Um, yeah, keep, keep podcasts traditional. I love... It used to be on Thursdays, didn't it? It did. The normal show. So it's not yeah, that no, traditional. It still moved days. Nouveau traditional. <laughs> Nouveau traditional. <laughs> yeah. Post-trad. Post-traditional, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, but yeah, so... It's nice, isn't it? It's kind of good, like, winning games and that. Young Game. players coming off the bench. Yeah. No. Scoring goals. It's Team one of the, not playing like a bunch of dafties. When you uh, watch the highlights back and, you know, we had some good opportunities in the game, didn't we? And, um, especially in the first half, a couple of headers from Graben. Then obviously the unbelievable save from Bettinelli in the second yeah, half from yeah. Vaughan. Um, but thinking a bit, it's a bit like um, when we played Burnley and and we went up that night pretty much with under Keane and obviously David Connolly missed a penalty in the first half, which would have made it two nil. But if he'd done that, it would probably would have probably run out like three or four nil winners, and yeah. we would have it would have been great. But we had the drama and all <laughs> those chances that we missed or we didn't take. Set it up for, you know, the the kids to be chucked firmly in, very firmly in, yeah, and uh, then deliver. It's, it is. A, I think we've been we've been saying it on this for quite a few weeks now that winning one nil would kind of feel better than winning like four or five nil, like grinding out a result. And when it's just when things when you're not getting the rub of the green and things aren't quite going for you, but still sticking to the game plan, still keeping your head, and obviously did make some changes to contribute to that, but. I mean, some of the performances, that's two weeks running now, it's like two really big team performances where you couldn't really fault anyone on the pitch. Um, well, maybe obviously in the Wolves game, one individual. Um, but I think you could seriously claim like there's th- three or four contenders for man of the match there. Um, but Gibson would be the one that I think needs to be singled mm-hmm. out. Just the way he's turned. Like If you think after the Middlesbrough game, like how bad he was in that game and everyone was mm-hmm. like, right, as soon as McNairn and Dong yeah. are fit... Need him and cut them all out the side, and ever since Coleman, like to use a cliche, it's like a new signing. He's mm. been excellent, hasn't he? I mean, he was excellent at Villa. Even he played well at Villa. Yeah. Um, but on Saturday, he was he was brilliant. He was everywhere, and him and Brown and I thought, yeah, Brown and Brown was Brown was fantastic. No, nothing got past them at all. S- did it suits him, doesn't it? The back three, yeah, definitely. because he, he he likes to step out with the ball. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and. It just gives him that license, and I think that's important because O'Shea's distribution dire. Really, he yeah, always yeah. does those weird like left. He he always kicks the ball with his left foot, and he's right footed. 
Never noticed that. that. Please tell me that. He, he is right footed, isn't he? Yeah, well, I thought. He played right yeah. back. Yeah, for a long yeah time. but he's always, he so. always plays the ball out with his left. He kind of like that. scoops it into nowhere <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Um, so it's nice to have uh, you know, Browning in there, Donald Love. Two clean sheets, two Donald Love, the only player to have started in our last two home wins as well. Yeah. It's not a the, coincidence. The, it's not a coincidence. Not the, a coincidence. the difference. The difference, Don Love. Mm. <laughs> the power of love. Exactly. It, it is. He, he is was a, all right, I thought. He's, he's a, defensively, yeah. he he did his job. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's a wing back. I think no. As soon as, well, obviously, if, as soon as Oviedo comes back in, he's back in the side because he's one of our better players. Um, but he doesn't really have the attacking capabilities. Capabilities. He's not on the ball. On the ball, he's not. He's not very good, is he? No, no, he's not. Really. He does those like weird sort of crosses that aren't crosses from both 40 yards out just wide just often just sail over the crossbar, sail over the crossbar yeah. see if you can guess who we're talking about Stephen have a guess go on. <laughs> now you've got to guess you've got to guess the bad, bad on the ball yeah Donald Love yeah <laughs> I like the way he was pulling his hamstring I, I haven't turned your mic up yes on, get yourself in position get that mic turned up I'm in position <laughs> <laughs> the height of professionalism yeah. this is yeah being adjusted <laughs> now turned the height of professionalism oh this you're is. in Welcome along to the Wise Wednesday podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You already done all that. That, that was yeah, that was pre-season. Yeah. You're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Donald Love shanking the ball out of play when he gets it. And did you notice he he had an imag- imaginary hamstring strain every time he did it? He was pulling his leg. <laughs> he did go down a few. He times. was pulling his leg after every. Cause we, once we noticed it, was like, watch. Whenever he gives the ball away, he holds a different part of his leg, and he was he was doing it every time he was slicing it out. But uh, he, he's, he's corped, isn't he? I think he's done yeah, all right. He's yeah. corped. He's corped. I think. I think it helps that Adam Matthews on the other side playing is playing out of his skin, isn't absolutely he? Absolutely fantastically. I feel like I showed you know not like listen to the show, but we did we did question before whether Sunderland players would listen to the show. And I think um, I actually fell out with somebody I've known a lot of years. Over Adam End Matthews. Of, <laughs> over Adam. <laughs> Ended up blocking him on Twitter because he was doing me over Adam Matthews because I was at Carlisle and I tweeted something along the lines of Adam Matthews as bad as I've seen at Sunderland. And at the time, he, w- he was pretty bad. He was playing centre back, wasn't he? That night, um, yeah, he had a nightmare. But even before that, he, you know, he was he was quite bad. Um, I think the the guy, I, you know, I've known him years, and I was friends with him and everything. And he, he took it a, he took it a bit too literal, law and he used to pounce on everything I tweeted. I've showed you before, Gareth. Anyway, he's not bitter. No, no, I'm not bitter at all. Don't see his tweets now. It's fine. <laughs> what if anyone's ever, ever had? <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever dip into his tweets though? Because obviously you block them, so you can view the yeah, tweets. Go in and have a dip in. Do you ever do, you ever do that on not Twitter? Where you dip into a few of the people you've I blocked? What if Simon Bird does that to us? Yeah, I don't really have. Don't even know why we're blocked. Does anybody know why? No, I'm blocked as well. I've no idea why. It's mad, isn't it? I think he just blocks you if you're a Sunderland fan. Just in case. I'm blocked from <laughs> my personal account as well. I'm very careful what I, what I tweet in relation to you. Yeah, probably, co- probably called him an idiot from the Wise Men's account. So. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah, let's not rule anything out. He's been called worse. You're blocked by association. <laughs> if uh, yeah, oh well, never mind. His Maybe loss. he's dipping yeah. in and listening to the show now. His loss, the kind of sweet, sweet tweets that we put out, he, you know, he's missing out on <laughs> yes, I'm sure he's you know, got some it. great content that he could... Uh, <laughs> could enjoy but you know more fool him happy bu- happy cri- happy birthday happy birthday. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> happy Christmas it might be his birthday a lot of people do have birthdays we don't know, we don't know. we're blocked <laughs> if, if it is your birthday a lot happy of pe- birthday did you just say a lot of people have birthdays a lot of people around. have birthdays around the festive yes, period they do <laughs> a lot of people have birthdays and all the time, Junior. Exactly. What the reason we're there? I'm trying to work this out. I was going to say, like, could it be like us Valentine's Day is nine months before? Is that the reason why, like, a lot of people have birthdays then? But no, that doesn't make sense. No. It's, it's just too long. If you if you conceived a child and was that was it wasn't your Christmas? fault. So that was a torn you yeah. had there. Yeah. It's like an injury lawyer's for you yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> even this, no one can see this at the yeah. minute. But even yeah. though you sat at the mic yeah. there, like you've clasped your hands together and like yeah. looked at us, be like, if you've had a child, yeah, if you've had a child around Christmas time, and and he tells why that it happened, why. was it because of Valentine's Day? Oh, my sister's like. Uh, is going to have a child in the next couple of weeks. Actually, I could oh, I could quite easily off. find out. Like, I'd, I'd text her if you want, and then hopefully for the end of the show. But do you want to text your sister? You've ever had a child that wasn't your fault, and you're now yeah. subject. To the, <laughs> I think uh, what I think it was CSA, as yeah. far as I'm aware. <laughs> and you're paying extra taxes yeah. that you didn't know you had to. <laughs> <laughs> 
give us a call. Gone on, gone on a, yeah, <laughs> let's pull this back around. That's an interesting angle. That's my fault. I've yeah. disrupted the flow. Yeah, but neither of those adverts things. on like in between Jeremy Kyle, it would be like mm. the right sort of. Yeah. Speaking have you, of, had a, have you, you ever had a child? That's not your fault. Yes. Most likely, yeah. Anyway, so I, don't, what, what, I don't know what you say. You've got to be careful where we, we construct this and how I weave myself into this conversation because uh, the listeners heard your first five minutes and I didn't. So it was great. It was great. I'm going to have to um, let you lead and carry on, how, I think. Here's a, a little thing that I worked out using my own brain and everything. Well done. Um, so since Coleman's taken over, I think we've scored five goals. So correct me if I'm wrong. I think we have scored One. five goals. That must have took loads of working out. You just looked at the results and counted the goals up. Oh yes, no, the one against Redden as well. Redden Villa, yeah, um, five. and we got two Burton, one on the weekend. Every one of them has had the involvement of a substitute. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like either, either creating the goal or, assist, yeah. or scoring the goal. I see a Soro for a couple of them. Soro got fouled Vaughan. for the penalty. Reading. Soro created the, the second. Magic scored. Vaughan scored. Um, against sorry. Villa, or oh, Vaughan against came off Villa. the bench Vaughan, against Villa. Vaughan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaughan knocked it down for Grabbing to yeah. score. So. Impact, impactual. Steve. But yeah, impactual. when you when when you look at the way substitutions really weren't working under Grayson as well. Well, he, he won. He didn't make them. <laughs> didn't make he didn't them. make. <laughs> you got to make them. You got. You, you've got to try. Yeah. You got to throw your hat into the ring. But it's. I was thinking about the substitutions and the way that Coleman. Like obviously, it was really brave. Very, call very brave. To, I was going to gonna say you spoke kids. about that already. How brave those substitutions. No, we were. haven't. And we said that at the time as well. So yeah. But they were they were quite considered as well. It wasn't like when someone like Steve Bruce would just be like, "Oh, now Connor Wickham's going to come on. And I'm yeah. just going to hope he does something." You could see you could see what both Madge and Asora were bringing as well. Um, Madge was dropping a little bit. If you watch the goal, the way Madge drops deep because Gibson gets the ball and they play uh, Gibson nods it down to Madge, Madge to Gibson, then out wide to Matthews. So the way he's dropping deep, looking for that, and then getting into the box to get on the end of it as well. Good amount of maturity, that, for like an 18-year-old striker. What Steve Bruce would have done, and what most managers would have done. Put we, we, up front. Well, we said at the time it was, it, it was brave. With Kenwin Jones at centre-half. <laughs> yeah, you look sorry. at Sunderland's bench before the game, and you think, and that's a good quality bench for the championship. None more so than people like Callum McManaman, and Aidan McGeady. Yeah. Now, what a lot, of, a lot of managers would have done in that situation was try to shuffle things around <laughs> to get those players on the pitch. Because I would have thought, oh, well, against tired legs, they can take a man on. Uh, certainly, in McGeady's case, he's got a goal in him. But he, it was a very planned and detailed substitution. As you said, no, I'm going to go because I'm going to make almost like for like two centre, two centre forwards off yeah. into one. So, although they're not the same kind of centre forwards, he didn't want to mess about with the shape because he clearly thought it was working. Secondly, when I saw that Ndong was on the bench, and I thought that was interesting because, what I, again, what, what we were saying sitting watching the game is. Most managers, if they thought Ndong was fit enough to get half a game from, they would have started him, I think, personally. <clears throat> and I think he's had enough trust in Gooch and in Honeyman to do the running around yeah. Gibson to think, if this game's still at nil-nil or one goal in it either way, I can put an injection of quality on with somebody like Ndong who can also get around the pitch again when the game's stretched and when and legs are tired a bit. Well, all, the resurgence of Gibson, all of a sudden, now we've got, well... Gucci's played a few games in the middle, and although he wasn't great on the ball at the weekend by any stretch of the imagination, he's done all right. Honeyman all, all of a sudden seems to have gone up a level. Mm, yeah. And then Gibson's this almost un, well said he's undroppable. He's undroppable yeah. now. And then we've got McNair and then Dong. So all of a sudden, mm. like we're it's... getting positive results. We've got who oh got well, you know, pick you know. Pick them out, pick the names out of a hat, and put them in midfield. To now we're going well. Is McNair going to get in? Is well, is Don going to get back in? I think it's quite fit? it's cool. quite crucial that mm. Gibson has that energy around him though. And obviously we're going to have a lot of games coming up in a short space of time. You, you've got to be able to adapt as well because you, yes. you have got to bear in mind that. I mean, I mean, John Austin made the point when he was on the show last week, didn't he? Saying when we talked about the Wolves game, the upcoming Wolves game at the time, and he said. How do you predict how Sunderland are going to play at the moment? Because they've, they've played that many players who do different things. So now, not a danger, but you know, now clubs will be aware, I think, of the way we're using Darren Gibson midfield, and, and they will look to, look to try to tackle that head on. Yeah, yeah, put somebody to press him a bit quicker. So you can't just rely on that. But like you say, then you've suddenly got more options, haven't you? And if you need to replace Gibson, you've got you've just mentioned two players there, McNair and Dong coming back to fitness. Honeyman, best game for Sunderland Honeyman, I thought, the weekend. Well, there was a yeah, few, Honeyman I think. Excellent. Honeyman, um, what one notes about um, a few, the, the other midfielders were 
that we haven't seen at all this season apart from McNair is they wanted to drive past people into space and try and make things happen whereas before they were happy to play the ball in front of teams and try and knock the ball long in behind or try and get a runner in behind or try and get Watmore in from a ridiculous 45 yard pass yeah. with no space um, and now they're taking responsibility and Honeyman seems to have he's gained a yard of pace from somewhere don't know and he was bursting past people Gooch was trying to do the same um, and yeah it, great that's, but that's, that's it's it about, with pro- about proactive yeah, be proactive ta- on the ball it's tailoring his energy and enthusiasm to to, to do something specifically isn't it because previously you've just I think managers have played him or certainly um, Grayson played him because of the energy he puts in the work rate he puts in and we've often said but does he do anything with it really he's not really does not have an impact on the game he doesn't do it in the right areas if he's under specific instructions now what to do? He's, he's using that for good effect, isn't he? It's quite a good representation for the team overall, Gibbs. Yeah, uh, isn't it? Like the way <laughs> Honeyman's being used now, he's clearly yeah. got some instruction. Yeah, where exactly. under Grayson it was like, right, just just get on, buzz around, and yeah. and put pressure on players. But now every you can see what everyone's role is. We were talking about Brown and Stephen just before you got here. Um, the way he's used alongside two sort of like agent centre halves, so he can. He gives that a bit of energy as well. Mm. The way he was going and like making the inter- interceptions and that block he made on Kearney, I don't think you'd when he should have scored. Really, it was a brilliant block. Don't think you'd see Wilson and O'Shea necessarily getting into those positions. Mm. So it's allowing them to to sort of be the enforcer types, yeah. the wall, while those two sort of like Gibson well, he, he, he sorry. Away, which is yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, yeah. Field, yeah. No, that's got, absolutely. That's a that's a, that's well, a good shout. It's it's. It's hard to see moving away from that, that three now, isn't it? Absolutely. Work defending like that as a unit. And we've got Oviedo to come back, who, yeah. who's arguably one of our best players mm. this season. Well, that, so, will, that will make a massive difference as well. And Matthews will go to his, right, his, his right proper side. side. Yeah. And you know what? Matthews' his delivery is excellent from wide positions. Some of the balls he puts into the box, yeah. con- c- compared, you know, I think crossing. Not to sound like you die, it's a dying art, isn't it? <laughs> like people don't, you don't see many balls going in the box, you don't see those towering headers. Um, and, you know, Matthews put some really good balls in the box yeah. really consistently. Um, so that's, you know, and, and Oviedo's delivery is decent. So I thought, talking about players who had the best game for Sunderland, I thought Vaughan was excellent. He did, he yeah. Was he was really good. Was. And not, it wasn't about him running around like a headless chicken yeah. and chasing people down and getting the crowd on his side for doing that it was about some of the stuff he was doing where he was getting in front of defenders and turning them and going away from them and using the ball well he winning headers and knocking them down to people chesting the ball off to people in good areas 9 it, out of 10 times that header goes in as it well it was really unbelievable how he saved that like, it, was it came off his arm didn't it yeah, 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 flicked, yeah. Up, flicked up onto the bar yeah. Uh, you know, you'll, not, you'll struggle to see a better save than that this season, I think. But it's again, we're just it's using the player properly. We're just not—he's not having to do all that chasing now because we're not just getting lumping long, yeah. long balls up to him where he has to chase his own flick on. Um, that chance he had where he did his—well, it wasn't quite an overhead well, he likes kick. His bicycle kick. <laughs> it wasn't quite it was a scissor <laughs> yeah. kick. He nearly got got one in there, but he dropped deep and like chested the ball yeah. down after Gibson played him quickly. Yeah. Like I know it is like a, a ball at height, but it's. Using his physicality yeah. in a better way, not not just challenging along with the centre half, actually letting him drop deep and come and get the ball well, in a bit of space it. so that's he can create something. That's something that was definitely noticeable. Like he wasn't up against defenders winning headers; he was in space using the ball, yeah. using aerial balls to, to our advantage. Um, it wasn't about getting flick on and having people running behind. <laughs> it was about creating the second phase of play. Getting bodies then yeah. going beyond defenders. I think they'll come up against weaker centre halves than that as well. Um, I know. So, by the way, that not to take anything away from Magic for the goal because his first touch is ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. to, oh, to, yeah. it's a thought. It's the th- he knows how he wants. To, he's gone to score here. I he's need to do this. He's the goal before he's, he's I, done, yeah, done it. Yeah. Defoe yeah. would score that goal. Yeah, that's what right. I was thinking. I want to say well. though, I know the the American lad. I can't remember his name. Who was maybe at fault a little Tim bit Ream, for the goal. It? I thought he was outstanding all game before that. Before that well, moment, they, and I thought it was bad defending he, that they'd let him the, get in. The goal, front, no, yeah. it was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But before that, we were just saying how good we thought he was, that American guy at the back, and and they were quite classy defenders, I thought. Mm. And it's not, we've yeah. seen the standard of some yeah. defending well, in they, this league, and we're going to come across a lot worse defenses than well, that. Reading well, on Saturday, <laughs> Reading well, 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 in theory, yeah. we all know how that goes, don't we? Reading and Fulham are the two, the two best teams who've been at the stadium this season. They were solid. Say. They were pretty organised. I thought they were. 
they were they were quite good. I th- they yeah, looked Fulham, comfortably yeah. as good, didn't it? As like Sheffield United and teams like that. Well, they look, I thought yeah, Sheffield were different, probably yeah. different kinds of teams, but they were they were. Again, I would say that the last two games, the home games, have been more Premier League yeah. in style, yeah, rather than the very possession based. Yeah, very possession with, based. With the sides on show. You know, wait for your opportunity. Um, you know, to to pounce on a mistake or, you know, go up a level. Um, whereas, the almost the, the kind of games that Simon Grayson was trying to win, he was trying to win them by. Doing what championship teams yeah, do. Yeah, have 15 shots in the first five minutes and, <laughs> and then pile everybody forward and, mm, just, if, and then know. get caught on the break and the game's finished. <laughs> Lump it forward, try and win second balls. And tell you what else I noticed right at the end, and it was if you're going to take it, was I'd take all those like sort of stats analysis, Twitter accounts, and all that would have loved it. And it would have looked great, even better from the, the press box. It's a shame nobody got a photo, but when we were treating in the Right at the end, in the last five minutes, the shape—it was like a foosball table. Yeah, it mm. was so well drilled, mm-hmm. and that's practice. That is, and that's that's organisation, and that's not a coincidence. And commitment and dedication. It, and they it, the buying into it, aren't they? And it was, it was, it was. They were just perfect, and we've seen such a shapeless Sunderland for the last eighteen months in in two divisions with different managers. So. You know, it's you know it's probably not something you should be raving about, but it gives you, it reinforces the idea that it's not a fluke that would look better. It's not a fluke that we've got yeah. three clean sheets in the last five games. It's not a fluke that we've won two of our last five and we'd only won one all season before Coleman got here. Because it does yeah. go such a long way in this division because there's the, the quality is just not the same mm, as in the mm. Premier League. There's not as much of a gap. Just having that vague organisation and, and a semblance yeah. of a game plan as well, like it does so much. Like three clean sheets already under Coleman. Like I know I don't want to keep mentioning Grayson, but what was he doing? That, especially as players have come out and said that his default position was to exactly. Defend. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like honestly, like. He must hate Chris Coleman so much at the mix. His seat, he, he's looking worse and worse by the day. I don't want to dig him out too much. We've had far worse managers than Grayson. But Questionable. Well, well I, 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 think just, I think I just mean in terms of like who I've person like who you've hated, like Moyes, for example. Like Grayson, <laughs> yeah, just you, you couldn't really hate. It'd be like it would be like hating like a sad old dog, wouldn't it? Hating Simon you, Grayson. You probably would have said that about Moyes this time a year ago, though. I don't think he's, you know, in December. <laughs> we won a game this time last year. We won a couple in December, year. didn't we? We'd we had won four games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had that little five-game spell where yeah, we beat Hull and, and Leicester. Yeah. I think it was, it was towards us a lot later in the season than fans of other clubs, I think, would have would have fully mm. went all out against Moyes, I think. like There was a bit of it, though. I remember, like, early on. like mm. the, sec- I, the second game when he said we were going to get relegated. Yeah, I remember, like, after the... Arsenal game at home. I remember quite a bit of fume mm. after that. Fume. And he'd run out of he'd run out of uh, sympathy by by then. I think for a lot of people. So he was always in recovery mode when he. Yeah, well, that, that was that was to do with well. his demeanour. And then you yeah. look at Coleman now, who's like I thought his comments after the yeah. game were brilliant as well. Like I love how after the Burton game he was like, right, let's milk this. So you're giving that fans that good feeling straight away. Whereas now it's, it's quite similar to what Roy Keane was like. He would say these similar kind of things. And Coleman was just like, right, that's just one small win. It's just, it's just really professional. What's, in, what's yeah. interesting about that, though, is I mean, and, and the idea that let, let's take one game at a time isn't exactly a new thing or a new idea. No, no. It's about the delivery and it's about yes. the personality yeah. of the manager comes in way more than people think. Yeah. And somebody, you could probably transcribe stuff that Moyes says and stuff that Coleman says, <laughs> and there'll be a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and, I don't know, and, like... and well, I was. I was going to say Grayson, but I don't think you could, anyone would sound like him if you transcribed the stuff he, he said, the, the order he put words in. Um, <laughs> yeah, God. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be a minefield. <laughs> but, but it shows that personality is important, and it's going to be important for the players in the dressing room as well. Yeah, when the players are like, well, their confidence will be on the floor as well, like when he was coming in, and now, like, well, Gibson's probably the best. Said Browning, like, if you think back to, he's got that injury, so he's out the side, but going from making that mistake against Forrest to, like, the way he looked on... On Saturday, you wouldn't think that was the same player. Mm. Like he looked just so assured. Like for what, a nineteen-year-old lad? Wilson as well. well. To be fair, yeah, he had a pretty shaky start, didn't he? But yeah, he similar started. similar performance against Wolves. I thought, like, yeah, just, just grew into it as it went yeah. on. And looks 
You've got a bit more confidence in him now. He He's played the Premier League for long enough, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's starting to need a bit of like now, isn't it? It's a lot of the, like he's played there. A lot of the players who've been playing for us this, this season have played lots of games in the Premier League, and we'd won one in, you know, one in eighteen or whatever it was. So it's it's not about you know playing in the Premier League or whatever. It's about getting a group of players together, understanding what the capabilities are setting a way up to play to get the best out of them and trying to win games that way and that's what that's what we've seen in the last five games you know it's simple but it's so frustrating that you think why didn't the person before look at that look at what they had and went well, I'm going to try that and then if it fails at least you can go well fair yeah. enough and then you can you could blame the players to a, to a greater extent he was trying to you know he was trying to shoehorn a style of play yeah. that he believed would work into a group of players who were never going to be able well, to do what they wanted them to do. Well, we were saying, weren't we, before, like a few weeks ago, before he came in, that that group of players shouldn't be where it is, and now it's obvious that they really shouldn't be yeah. where they are. They are far better than than the position says, and it's all it's taken is some basic organisation <laughs> and some, someone with a bit of a footballing brain. Yeah, and it's just miles better. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. are, we, are we putting <laughs> it all? Are we putting it all down to? to to the manager because confidence has got to come from somewhere. We, we do have it. We've, we've already spoken a detail about Matthews and, and Gibson, so we, we won't go into that too much. But Lee Willing, Gale, and Paul Harrison both asking the question about those players individually. Is it is it down to man management or formation or systems or what? You think it starts with Coleman, and the rest is a bit of a byproduct, isn't it? Do you think? Oh, there's a lot. There's a lots of connections all over the place. Yeah, isn't there? It, all, it all feeds into each yeah, other, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't really see it. See it but it starts with Coleman Shield. Yeah, right? because we, we've tried this system that we've got four points from and kept two clean sheets under Grayson, and we're doing it under Coleman now. And look, George com- Honeyman comfortable plays, in it. Uh, wing back in that system. So is that is that <laughs> so you replace George replace Honeyman, Honeyman with? Yeah. Well, yeah, you replace Honeyman with Donald Love, and there you go. Such a simple solution. To <laughs> play Donald Love, everything yeah. will be all right. Is the concern about we just mentioned the the two the full back uh, the sorry the centre halves there and how well they work and but Matthew M Jack Way eighty nine is he's put lots of positive stuff on so I'm not going to make him sound like he's been negative but <laughs> but he, he he does say negatives Gooch Browning and Wilson's distribution. I didn't particularly notice that from. I think Browning's good. Brown. Yeah, I didn't thought. notice that from Browning Gooch Gooch and Wilson maybe yeah. I mean, Gooch had a. I thought he had a difficult game on the ball. He, They've got a good midfield as well <laughs> for for this level, as the cliche goes. He just was holding on to it a bit too long at times, and then at times when he had a bit of t- space, mm. gave it away. Um, but I think it's difficult to criticise him because I thought he he kept, he didn't bottle anything yeah. after he was like, right, I need. I, Got his head up, cracked on with it, yeah, and, and he didn't. He was gone. Made the mistake, a mistake, gone. Off the ball, I think you get a lot from him, don't yeah. you? He's, he doesn't stop. He just keeps going, and fair play to him. He probably recognised he wasn't having the best game yeah. himself. It happens, but what a great thing to have in Dong to come on, <laughs> well, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And what it, that's what that's the kind of competition for places you want, um, rather than you know putting together a group that. Well, this is all we've got. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be the one worry about there. The three centre halves is if one of them gets injured, who mm. we're going to put? Who Not we can't much play depth. It. Yeah, I mean, we corner. Well, <laughs> yeah. when's he well, back? He's back in four weeks, I think. He's back, so. in, he's back in January, just in time to be sold. Yeah, yeah. give us Brown and throw Ashley Williams in, and you're going to have him. <laughs> I mean, the likelihood is the likelihood is you're going to um, you're going to lose one of them in in the next few weeks because Wilson's had injuries, O'Shea's had injuries, and Brown's had injuries. So, you know, Donald Love could go centre half. Um, I'll put that out there. I think. Well, jo- you might end probably up use Jones, anyone. like when he's fit as well. I think he would go Love centre half. Um, don't know if Love's got the physicality. Yeah. Well, he could play Galloway centre half, couldn't he? Galloway's yeah, supposed to be there before. There must be an issue tall. with Galloway still because he'd be in at left back rather than rather than putting moving things around. J Rod. <laughs> oh, there we go. The opportunity there we go. that he's been oh, waiting for. If we think Gibson's turning a corner, just, yeah, just, just Rodwell's going to turn yeah. so many corners, he's, he's going to end up back where he started. Yeah, he's going to go to the World <laughs> Cup. Rodwell. He's going to go to the World Cup. He's going to come in and play centre half, <laughs> and he's going to go to the World Cup. <laughs> he's on the plane. Nigeria in the World Cup, aren't they? So, Mr. Madger, if he you know, gets, yeah. uh, gets a few yeah. goals this season, if he can, you know, never know. To be fair to him as well, pre season he was excellent. He probably would have started. That yeah, 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 
without a doubt. Well, if so, you think of when Graben was injured as well, and we haven't, well, Gooch played up front alongside Vaughan against, was it in the Car- yeah, the Cardiff, Cardiff game? Cardiff yeah. game, yeah. Do you, do you think Madger would have mm-hmm. been coming into the side around that time? It was, yeah. it was unfortunate. It obviously, wouldn't have rescued the awful start of the season, but we'd have, we'd have had a different option, mm. wouldn't we? Absolutely. It's nice to see one of the kids being thrown in actually making an yeah. impact, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because it's such a, a thing that you, you, you can laugh about, isn't it? I'll throw the kids in and stuff. And more often than not, they're, not, they're, they're just not ready. But these two are young lads as well. And um, Soros had quite a few, few substitute appearances over the last couple of years, but mm-hmm. Madger made his competitive debut, yeah. didn't he? And, and it's almost reminds you of the time when some of the older ones, but when Michael Bridges come through a graft, doesn't it? Mm. And, Everybody knew about this 17-year-old kid in the youth team and was saying, like, throw him in, throw him in. And I can remember when Diego ran with the headline, building, read to build bridges or something the day before, mm-hmm. and said he was going to have him on the bench. And he'd come on the last half an hour. I don't think he scored, but he got man the match. And then he was a bit of a super sub after that. I and he used to come on and score every time he came on a sub. Craig Russell as well, you could put in the category, he was somebody, young lad who, you know, I know there's been a few, like David Rush and people like that who've, They've got in, but they've never really done anything. To be fair, Craig Russell, he scored a lot of goals yeah, for Sunderland, yeah, he did, and he right. scored in the Premier League, um, and he got moved to Manchester City, so he didn't just like go off yeah, down yeah. the leagues. Yeah. You know, he he was playing at a good level, and, and he did well. Didn't um, swap him for Summerby? Yeah, we yeah, did. We did yeah. yeah. Um, he, and then, unfortunately for Craig, they got relegated uh, mm. that, that season. Man City. That's what you get. Double relegation <laughs> for him. Um, they played him left wing back. To be fair, did they? I mean, he did start playing for Sunderland on the left wing. He was number. Does 11. that make him the original George Honeyman? Then? <laughs> well, he, was, he started on the left wing. He was number eleven, and then the more and more you, you, you know, you, he was. It was always said he played up front for the youths, and then eventually mm. got his number nine. He got his chance up front. Mm. But yeah, um, Just random trivia there for you. Yeah, he, but yeah, it's it's it, it is nice to see. I think it's always the odd one in that. He looked to be going backwards, and all of a sudden, he looks a completely different. Is it a, again, or prospect? Is it a plan? <clears throat> instructions. Ironically, the instructions with him could just run, be run, run at them. Yeah. yeah, get at them without people David. You can imagine David Moyes drilling. People don't like it when they get. And he, he when he got down the side, he put in two good balls, and he obviously roasted someone down that right side as well, didn't oh, he? Yeah, yeah, he got yeah, a shot at himself, didn't he? It was un- he was unlucky with that. Yeah. He, that's why they've got to be used sparingly as well. Like, it'd be interesting to see how a Soro does when he gets thrown in it's to a starting start a game. Like, it's clever again by Coleman, isn't it? Not to have just thought, oh, we'll just fling them in. Yeah, from the he, he did well against just, Burton. Yeah, so, yeah, so it would like you'd again mentioning Grayson if if <laughs> something like if if, he, if Grayson had brought him on and he'd made an impact, yeah. you'd probably guarantee he would have just started up front of the next game. Oh, without a doubt. Like, yeah. Well, he did it last week, so you can do it from the start now. Yeah, like, exactly. And, but that's important because he even said this himself, Coleman, didn't he? That that there's a lot of hard work for them to do and stuff like that. He was obviously being quite cautious, not yeah. to, not to build them up too much. So obviously injuries might have suspensions or whatever, and it might dictate otherwise. But you'd hope that he's just going to be a bit clever using them for now. Maybe he's using the Middlesbrough game. Yeah, oh, that that'd be a really to, good one because yeah. we're probably we're not going to be. A, able to afford to look at the cup this yeah. year really are we with our predicament obviously it'll be a nice distraction you want to go as far as you want but good confidence builder though if you can yeah. go to Burren but if it can build the confidence win. of them yeah. now who like are essentially fringe players really and are obviously getting involved in first team games but you probably don't want to risk someone like I don't know for example for Gibson maybe even yeah. with, with yeah, the, Gibson's not going to play that game yeah. but the thing is if Catamore's out the side until then then he comes into contention yeah. doesn't he well, and McNair, you, you know, people McNair like, yeah, and, and yeah. Dong and there's so many options in that in that three or he could do and the best thing about it is I know people always say oh, <coughs> this is a chance for fringe players but if you're playing for a team that's losing every week and then you're one of loads of fringe players that are thrown into a side you're not going to have the confidence or ability yeah. to, to go and take control of the game and take the game by the scruff of the neck at the moment I mean, we need we need to, we do need to rein it in a little bit. We're not, you know, we're not winning every week by turning teams <laughs> over and stuff. But there's a massive upward curve, isn't there? And the difference suddenly is those players are thinking, right? I want a part of this now, and well, that's the difference between wanting to play and hiding away like yeah. it perhaps were before. We're not gonna we're not gonna win every week, and we're not gonna be, you know, we're not gonna just accelerate away from the bottom of the league. I don't think it's it's gonna be tough for a few months, but they've got a platform now. They've yeah. got something. They've got an idea and a way that to play, and they know what they're supposed to be doing. And if you've got that in your head, and you're confident that you're delivering that, then 
you know, then it's a case of if everyone does the jobs, the right people express themselves. I mean, who'd have thought would not even be mentioning Aidan McGeady is an option, yeah. you know, two or three months ago. I mean, two or three games ago. Where does he fit in, in this? He probably doesn't. I mean, no. but, but then there's an option if he wants to change it that he can play him. Or so. in different types against teams of lesser quality and you might put him in instead of one of Gooch or yeah. Honeyman mm-hmm. just so you've got someone to be a bit more expressive well, or, you you could, to, or you can bring him on and not change the system too much just away, give him a bit of a free roll away from home if he doesn't say he want to play two up and he wants to play that 5-4-1 yeah, then exactly. he could play the uh, <coughs> McGeady is one of the ones sort of in behind the forward yeah. the two in behind the it's forward the, in that box midfield so he's got the he's got the option there's options there all of a sudden you're not worrying about well, we can't even string two, three passes together here, yeah. and that's your that's your primary concern. Yeah, it's yeah. Coleman's hierarchy of needs. That's, what, <laughs> that's where we are. We, we, we need to get the self actualization by May, um, and, and under Grayson we're, we're very much in the in the bottom. Yeah. But now, you know, we've got we've all we're sorted. The bottom of the pyramid's dealt with. Don't have to worry about that. We can pass the ball to each other. Um, now it's a case of right. Head the ball away when it comes into the penalty box. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> something that wasn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the goalkeeper can hold on to the well, shots. Yeah, we haven't mentioned him. It's nice. Well, that his confidence runs through, yeah. And if he's if he's more confident in the defence in front of him, it's going to rub off. Well, they only had three shots on target on Saturday. He is going to be more confident with that, isn't There's he? There's some slight door moments, isn't there? Because um, we have seen games before, even when Grayson was here, and we didn't criticise him too much because we were saying you know we were alright and then this happens and we concede a goal and they had a free header in the second half the guy should have oh, done he should, nil, nil, he should have done a lot better mm-hmm. with that a Premier League player for example is putting that to either side of the keeper and putting his side 1-0 up so little things like that yeah but then at the same time we had the, the chance before that through yeah. and the keep made the yeah, save yeah. and all that mm-hmm. you know but it doesn't matter does it because you know we won the game so um, you know it it, they've just got a now to. I mean, Birmingham. You're playing the team, the bottom of the league. And how many times have we said that <laughs> you could pick any game? Yeah, yeah. they're the ones you're going to worry said this about. One yeah. we played Reading. Oh, we said yeah. about Burton, though. We definitely said it about yeah, Burton. Yeah. Did. If you could pick any game, what would it, it be? It would be Reading. Uh, it would be Birmingham at home. Well, I watched them. I know they played Wolves, but I watched them a couple of weeks ago. They they were pretty desperate. Like well, the, the game after that, they lost. I think last week, and and somebody transcribed the uh, Steve Cottrell interview after the game, oh, and he was yeah. very frosty. You know, have you got a message for the fans? No. Right. <laughs> it was um, right. things like what um, talking about the chances you've missed, and he said, "Yeah, we're creating chances. My players are missing them. Missing them. What do you want me to do about that?" And he's, he's mm. when a manager gets to that, yeah, point, yeah, you know, and he's not been there very long. <laughs> 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 we think we break players and managers, yeah. but well, Fulham well done, fan, Fulham fans will be sitting, you know, whatever Fulham podcast or, or blog or whatever. Now you know what they're going to be. Oh saying. yeah, we went to Sunderland. They've got our former manager. They've got mm-hmm. the youth prospect we had come off the bench to score the winner. Because we got him from Fulham, didn't we? Apparently. Oh, didn't no. he? I was spending, was Man City, he right. was at Man City, but apparently he was owned by Fulham or something. I was reading the other day. Oh, really? He's from right. he's from London and he played for Fulham. Bit complicated, I think. Um, it got a bit like messy, regarding like who owned him and stuff. But if it was Fulham who we paid to take him on. Right. So, if we got quest- answers for the question of the week, we haven't had a break yet. Where we need to put. We in. have. We'll have do we? the break now, and then we'll do the question of the week answers. Where you can win some. It's not really a break. It's pressing the button. Little, and yeah. Some music All right comes then. On. I'm going to do that then. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to do that then. <laughs> I'm going to do that then. <laughs> softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, after that little break, we're all refreshed. Hard doing a radio and that. Nice and refreshed. I'm I'm just reading the things. Do you want to remind people of the prize while you're looking for mm-hmm, the prize? Tickets, obviously, for the game, which but, everyone will want to be at. Yeah, now, exactly. It's a place yeah. to be on Saturday, isn't it? Best place yeah. in town. So <laughs> you have two tickets for the match, and you get a couple of, uh, sorry, a t-shirt, I believe, from the Art of Football, who we've we've done some stuff with before. And if you go on our website, there's a click-through link on there which you can get yourself on and and, and check out their gear. It's pretty. You still pretty, need some last-minute Christmas presents. Aye, absolutely, absolutely. So. Actually, we Marty Moonpie's been back in touch. You know Marty, remember yes. Marty Moonpie, the man traveling, traveling man. He said he managed to get to stream a stream of the match today in Quito, Ecuador, at eleven a.m. and had, <laughs> and had beers for breakfast and dinner and tea. Get in. So good lad, Marty. He actually got in touch early. I'm pretty sure and said that he he, he wants to. Uh, When's the podcast out? Because he's got a nine-hour bus journey ahead of him. He doesn't want to talk to his wife, so uh, better hurry up then, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, can't so, keep Marty Moonpie yeah. waiting, as, as the old saying goes. Correct. So the be question. Great day when Marty he's back home and he comes along to one of the live shows in the Peacock before the game and introduces himself and will post pictures of it. It'll be a great day that Marty. We're long for it. <laughs> It'll be a great, a great day. day. <laughs> Settle down, grander. <laughs> It'll be a great yeah, day. a lovely day. We're all about meeting people. We're a lovely day. day. Yeah, Speaking of the Peacock as well, it was very good on Saturday. It was, it was Darren Williams. Good. He was excellent. Darren had some Williams good was. anecdotes. He did, didn't he? Really, really impressed because I've been a few with him before and a lot of them are the same sort of read-esque stories but he pulled some, and some pulled fresh some ones. Fresh ones out the bag that were really Worked interesting. Worked on new material for his Christmas Anyway, the the question um, was: seeing as they've been good this year, if you could buy one of Sunderland's kids, the ones who are in, an Xmas gift, who would you buy for, and what would it be? I think kids like who play for Sunderland. Aye. You just mean random kids not, in Sunderland. Aye, not like, <laughs> but you can buy the random kids in Sunderland. The well, son of them have got a toy collection. Toy appeal on and Go and lots of that. toys in the, in the main reception there. Actually, what you can do as well, if you've got a, an older kid, why not treat them to a... Um, you can get uh, some nice deals on at the moment at the club. I think it's 50 quid to go in Quinn's Bar for the Birmingham game. And you get some scran in that. Or you can up so the ante and go in a box. 80 bank. 80 quid to go in the box. Aye. So we sound like we're like being set up for this. Like that was probably a fake surprise, but that is quite good to go in. Yeah, yeah, and it's also kids for a quid on Saturday. Oh yeah, Birmingham so game. So that would be a present for the kids of chuck Sunderland. the kids in could chuck to the, the kids stadium. In. Yeah. <laughs> chuck the kids in. Let <laughs> all of them in. Yeah, just like, like a van. Just open the gates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't get a van. <laughs> don't say get yeah, a van. No, no. God, it's <laughs> not the eighties anymore. You can't. Read the answers out. Read the answers out. You can't do that. The red and white van. Martin Bain driving around the red and white van picking up kids and dumping them into oh. the stadium of light well. um, yeah so M Jack 1989 I'd buy George Honeyman some humble pie and he can then serve it to myself as he's proved me wrong after I was slitting him at the start of the season important part of the team now that's quite nice it's it quite nice it? yeah. not um, many people on Twitter admit that they're wrong so <laughs> yeah He's he's winning so far. <laughs> the delete, only one delete account out. start again. New account yeah. regurgitate same opinion. Um, Paul Harrison at Paolo Harrison says a copy of the Facts of Life book for Donald Love. It will come in handy now that he's entered puberty. <laughs> Let's face it, dads are no good at discussing this stuff with their sons. <laughs> oh, we got um, David Wright. Right, I'm going to have a bash at this one, so bear with me. I'd get Joshua. Ero, I feel like Stephen Eroli. Orison and Mari, Oluwasun Maja, a personalised pencil case, that's his full name. Oh. Um, don't even mind paying Paletta for the personal, like, personalisation. 
He's done um, a bit of research there. He has done. So he's been on Wikipedia. He's typed something in. He's pressed enter, then he's clicked on something. Well, I have one more. Peter Stamp. He's a long name. I've his read out as well. It says a hair clipper for magia. Sort it out. Oh, oh, I quite like that's it. That's your there. Disgusted by someone's hair. <laughs> so I heard uh, Mark Gabby Dean on the radio the other day losing it, like he lost it because of Ndong's hair. Doesn't like it. Says he should shave it off. Late, late oh. review, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> He's let been here for a year. Let him tell him. He'd become a. He'd become a. A Soros hair. That was a fun. That was a funny one on yeah, Saturday, it was, wasn't it? That's that's definitely like wash but no product. Yeah, it was. Effort, yes, was. it was. It was yeah. a wash but no. But you would know, Rory, given the, you know, the complexities of your barn. It is. It is. I uh, don't use that much product. I've got no product in my hair. Do I woke up like natural? This. <laughs> no, because I did it yesterday and then just the quiff steers. No. Yeah. As opposed to Matthew, who is full weller, so <laughs> as we as we've established before, um, and it's yeah, very British won? look, Matthew. British look. I'd say you've got more British look. Like, <laughs> your looks pretty British. No, uh, like the, bald. Mod, the, the mod thing's quite British, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. It's quintessential. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Back to the answers. Back to the an- that's it. That that's wasn't one answers, of the answers, yeah. was it? Oh, that's, the best, that's the best of them. So who won? What was the the Come first on. one again? That oh, was, was the, honeymoon, the humble pie one. Yeah. yeah, I think the other one was the honeymoon, the, the one. humble pie, and the Donna Love. Are the, probably the two yeah, they're the two. Ones, aren't they? But I think someone admit he was wrong. I think that deserves rewarding at this time of well, year. Well, there you go. You've is seen. That, has everyone agreed on that? Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, shall we give it to him then? The Donna Love one was good as well. It was. Yeah, it was, was funny. That was funnier, yeah. but. If only we had four pairs of tickets and two t-shirts, but we don't. <laughs> we both win. Sorry. But at the end of the day. It's I, was like, I, like, I like humour, so that would have... Never mind. I like humour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stephen's comedy yeah. club reviews. We're going to take it away <laughs> now. We're going to take the prize away. Can I just shock you? <laughs> <laughs> I like humour. Um, so, yes, Matthew, you've won at MJACO 1989. <clears throat> Remember, you've got to, to claim your prize. You've got to listen. We're not going to tell you. So get in touch with us, and we'll we'll sort it out. We'll... The Donald Love guys in reserve. Yeah, the Donald Love yeah. guys in reserve. So, yeah, you've got till Thursday... To claim your prize, you start recording the preview show. Yeah, you've got until the preview show to claim to claim your prize. So, don't stockpile them away, thinking oh, I'll keep them for a little treat. I actually, can't eat, doesn't it? So doesn't really make no odds. Yeah, <laughs> makes no odds. Doesn't work. We'll delete that. It's fine. Um, yeah, but I think that's probably it, isn't it? <laughs> we'll call them. It is probably it. Do you know what? It's we we made a lot about how the games co- come thick and fast. Thick and fast, you know, in this division, that's the that's the line, isn't it? Mm. Um, Understanding the division, and it was James just more and more and misery, wasn't it? And it's like <laughs> we're at the point now where you just wish we had a game midweek, but we do have the Christmas period coming up. Where it doesn't, it, oh, it doesn't do. feel as though there's as many games this Christmas. Why? Why is that? Is that just me? We're we playing on the 29th. We're playing on, th- we're playing, we're playing on, on Boxing Day. Yeah, sorry, carry on. Saturday and then Boxing Day and then the. 30th. The 30th and then New the Year's first. Day. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a quite a few. That is kind of It's usually like 26th and 28th, isn't it? Ooh, you think we're playing on the 23rd as well? So you've got the 23rd, mm. three oh, days till the next Boxing Day. That'll be why. Boxing Day is only yeah. three days after. Yeah, yeah the then you've got a game four days Saturday, later. Then you've got a game two yeah. days yeah. later. Remember when we were looking at those uh, that Christmas because he did last year for the preview show and discovered that there was two seasons in the sort of early mid 90s where they played consecutive days over Christmas mm, wow. it was like 26th 27th one year and then one year it was 27th 28th so there wasn't a game on Boxing Day imagine if like Jurgen Klopp had to do that <laughs> <laughs> the, melt- the meltdown would be amazing what did you call Jurgen Klopp on Twitter that time Rory that got a lot of a gig and nonsense a gig and nonsense gig and nonsense that was about this time because it was after he played them at home yeah, as well. it was, yeah he lost his he flipped his lid because we didn't let them win yeah. I think that was they don't like it, do they? When no, you they, were all, they were all saying, like all Liverpool fans I noticed on Twitter yesterday, being like, but fair play to Bournemouth for trying to play the right oh, way. Uh, fair play for letting us like, win right, comfortably and scoring win. lots of goals. They well, lost it the other week, didn't hell, he? Klopp. Yeah. Mm, he's furious with some interviewer. Oh, yes, after the Everton yeah. game. Well, a bit of beef, didn't he? Yeah. Post, it was a bit of beef beef for Christmas. Beef, <laughs> beef for his For uh, This is the last uh, last of the year, isn't it? The last, um, is it really? last Monday show, yeah. So 
<laughs> feel like though we should say something yeah. about it. I feel like we should not profound. Maybe, yeah, I think like you should maybe give ourselves a night off on Christmas Day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> <we> should. <laughs> are you? Uh, what are you having? For, what meat are you having uh, for Christmas? I don't know actually because I'm just I'm going, going to my mum's, but I don't know what she's got in store. I'm going to presume turkey and maybe beef as well. Two, are you a two meat or are you two? Turkey, beef. You turkey beef standard surely, isn't yeah. it? For turkey, Christmas? Turkey beef <laughs> sounds, <laughs> like, sounds like <laughs> weird kind of Polish kind of Polish import turkey beef. Yeah. I should have put a comma in I should have put a comma in the two yeah, words yeah, yeah, between yeah. the two words I presume turkey because I'm uh, a traditionalist. Lassus parents. Lassus parents. You're going to the Midlands Walsall away for Christmas. Have I ordered a rib of beef? I'd Lovely. Okay. But I don't know if they're going to have any in, I've been told. I might have Ooh. to settle for a sirloin. Mm. Rolled sirloin. Apparently it's, it's good. And I've got some nice turkey thighs that I'm going to... Legs even that I'm going to bone out and stuff with meat. And then we've got a bit of turkey as well. We talked about this this time last year, didn't we? Yeah, definitely we should be talking about that it. Me and you don't, is what, is what me and you don't particularly rate I don't turkey. I about it in the group chat later, Gareth. Right. Well, we'll you? put the poll out. We put a poll out on Twitter last <laughs> year. We'll do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it there. Oh, yeah, we did a meat poll. <laughs> we did a meat poll. <laughs> we did a meat poll, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, not at all. We've done this. It's like Peter K. did that material last year. Two were again. We're going to cancel the podcast in the future as well. Two, two again. And spoil everyone's Christmas. We should put a Christmas special out and just the bits of the podcast over the last four years. I can't be bothered to edit that together. No, me neither. Exactly. Yeah, get somebody else and get just someone from the, the university. Just the theme because that's kind of what yeah, you yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. That's what he does, him. isn't it? Recycled hey. stuff. Yeah, ah, he does. I. He's now his own material because it was quite a long time since he's been around so now he could say <laughs> do you remember me do you remember me <laughs> remember me <laughs> remember me in Blackpool that time it was good wasn't it yeah that would be it it'd be good wouldn't it no, yeah be right. and we'll be back on Thursday and we need to sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of get <laughs> just thinking about turkey beef try and sort of guess down turkey beef yeah and then we're all going out on Saturday That's oh we are fun, we? we're going to try and make John Oster come with us yeah. Scott, he can't make it no. no! Why? What he's is with his last one? No! Bring her! <laughs> no. Bring, I bring her! No, no, that's. Anyone come? She bring, might be a ride, you know. Bring, all, bring all your family? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Anyway, we'll finish an hour. People, we are. people have turned off we'll by now. It's all yeah, very there self will be. be no one here. For the very, very, very loyal of you that are still persevering. <laughs> With Marty Moon passed. <laughs> even he's even he's just talking to his <laughs> wife now. He's got sick of us. Yeah, Marty's like, I think I'll talk. Well, us now <laughs> turned us off. <laughs> he's probably he's probably eating some turkey beef on this bus <laughs> yeah. from uh, in Ecuador. In Ecuador. Whoa! <laughs> oh, went a bit meta. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, shall we do it? Then? Yeah, we'll be back on Thursday to talk about Birmingham City because let's be honest, what can go wrong in that game? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Truly hydrated skin, Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O S E A MALibu.com code SUMMER.